the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Dynamite in a dress. I like it. Here she is, Andrea K. Yeah, 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 here I am on this Friday Eve. Thank Jesus. Glad to have you guys here with me. Y'all know I don't apologize for anything, including the fact that I like gangsta rap. Right? I did that. I mean, I like that performance at the Super Bowl halftime. Don't get it twisted, as my gals Diamond and Silk have to say. Um, I'm always in a great mood when I get to come and share this time with you guys. You know that. You know how much I love you. Appreciate all of y'all out there on all the socials and Facebook. We are streaming live right now on the Answer San Diego Facebook page. Um, so I'm always lighthearted that I get to share this time with you guys, but I'm never, I'm always, you know, weighed down on my heart when there's any kind of military action around the world and lives are at stake and lives have already been lost in this Russian invasion. And so before I get into giving my analysis and have a couple of great guests for you guys tonight, um, I want to lift up prayers for the people of Ukraine as well as uh, not just those um, people that I know who immigrated here from Ukraine, their family and friends back there, people that I know in the area, in the region, and all of us here. Because when we have somebody as mentally, morally, criminally corrupt and mentally unbalanced and not at all complete with his faculties sitting in the Oval Office as commander-in-chief— This is a frightening time for us as a nation, but we've got to discuss it. We can't bury our heads in the sand. Thank you for tuning in tonight because I know that you guys have a lot of options for where you get your analysis and your news and your information. And so especially at a time like this, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. If you missed tonight or any uh, other nights, feel free to uh, download my podcast. I'm on Spreaker as well as any of the, mainly I'm on everywhere where you can download a podcast if you don't get all of tonight's show or any of the other shows if you've missed it. Our number, if you want to call in live, is 888-344-1170. One of the things that I, a question I posted today, it occurred to me that it was very early on we knew what the Bush Doctrine was. Who remembers the name? We have this Bush Doctrine, right? We knew what that was. That was you're either with us or you're against us, right? It was a line in the sand. It was very clear what the Bush Doctrine was. I didn't think he lived it out, but there was a term for his foreign policy and his um, philosophy on use of military force. It's clear what the Trump philosophy was, and it and it crossed everything from foreign policy, use of military to economics and domestic policy, and it was America first. And that included doing everything possible that he could do to make sure that the use of military was the last option. And I, I was thinking today, what is the Biden doctrine? Because people are like, what, what is going on here? What's Russia's goal? What, that's all we're supposed to be thinking about, right? What's Putin about? We got to be, fear, be fearful of Putin. What does Putin want here? What is Putin doing here? Putin, 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 right? We're not supposed to be thinking about our commander in chief and what he's doing and what he has not done in terms of preventing the use of our military and how what's going on over in Russia and Ukraine right now is crushing us 
economically uh, after we've already had 14 months of economic crushing. I'm old enough to remember back in 2015 and 2016, we cannot let this unhinged Donald Trump anywhere near the nuclear codes, right? He's going to get us into the Third World War. Remember when he walked across by himself with no Secret Service into NOCO? Oh, my gosh. You know, little, you know, little rocket man, you know, is going to is going to get us into he's going to get us into the Third World War. We were never safest. Never safest um, in uh, never safest since Donald Trump was in office. I'm going to give a a little bit. Well, there's so much to get into tonight. Um, Let's start with the clip. Let's start with the clip by Joe Biden. I want you to hear this. I have no idea what he's threatening. I know what he has done, number one. And number two, no one expected the sanctions to prevent anything from happening. It has to show, this is going to take time. And we have to show resolve so he knows what's coming. And so the people of Russia know what he's brought on them. That's what this is all about. Andrea, say what? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's even dumber than than Bolton last night saying, well, it's clear that he wanted to invade in the second term of Trump. So are you saying, John Bolton, that Trump won the election? And and he was and he was supposed to win the I don't even know what that means. So in one hand, he's like, everybody knows that the sanctions weren't going to work to prevent anything. We've got to let them know. In, and then he goes, we've got to let them know in advance what our resolve is. That's how you let somebody know what your resolve is. You do it in advance. You tell somebody you 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 step two steps in this direction, man. And, you know, we're we are going to rain down on you. And let me give you a little taste of that. Let me inflict some pain on you right now, man, so that you know that I'm serious. You know how Ronald Reagan did it? He dropped a big fat one on Gaddafi's house and took out his son. That's what he did. And even and, and, and even if you do it even better than that, an even better step is you take some other measures economically in advance, which and I'm, I'm not old enough to remember some of the precursor for that that went on. I do. I do know that my dad got a notice that he was about to be called up. And so they were preparing because even if you're retired. Right. I mean, they could call you back up. So they were preparing for military right at, at back then. And so in advance to stop it from going any further. That's what Ronald Reagan did. He sent a message to prevent And he could have done it with the sanctions. The question is, why didn't he do it? Why didn't he do sanctions in advance? He's trying to gaslight you, by the way. Everybody knew, kind of like after Afghanistan was complete chaos and 13 U.S. military were slaughtered in 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 an attack at the Kabul airport. It was, well, you know, everybody knew it was going to end this badly. What a success it was to rescue the, the rescue mission that went on there. This is gaslighting, right? The he not only didn't do sanctions to stop this. You've got to remember, stop taking, stop being um, gaslit to the point to where are pressured and bullied or have, or be like Pavlov's dogs and, and be the, the Americans, patriotic Americans that are going to, to take the bait, um, fall prey, be manipulated into rallying behind him, which is what this is supposed to be about, to the point to where you're just in a fomented rage against Putin, to where you forget the fact that what's happening right now was actually literally paid for by Joe Biden. Paid for by Joe Biden. Some of the people are saying, you know, um, uh, okay, so even if you weren't going to do these sanctions in advance, let's talk about what you did or what you didn't do. One of the things that he didn't do was he didn't use something called SWIFT which is basically cut Russia off at the knees 
in terms of economics and in particularly sanctioning him and their ability to make money off of their energy sector. The first thing that that put, that uh, Biden did when he got into office was he shut down the Keystone Pipeline. And he paved the way for Biden to have the Nord Stream, too. Think about that. This man had no intention, no desire to stop Putin from going into Ukraine. He's done everything he could to encourage it. And what we need to be doing is asking not what Putin's goal is, but what is Biden's goal? What are they doing here? I want to read you a little bit, first of all, that has to do with with energy, because everybody's talking about that. And I got this from PJ Media. Um, the, The White House themselves admitted One of the people from the economic department from the White House said our measures in regards to sanctions were not designed to disrupt in any way the current flow of energy from Russia to the world. So the Biden administration had no desire to disrupt disrupt the energy flow from Russia to the world after Russia invaded Ukraine. So are you believing that the Biden administration has a problem with with what Russia is doing right now? The only the energy flow that they disrupted was ours. He's bragging today about how the ruble and the Russian market tanked. You looked at your stock portfolio today. This uh, report goes on to say for Biden to really punish Putin, sanctioning energy in- industries is key. But that would mean increasing our own energy production to compensate. And he won't do that because the environmental lobby won't let him. Our national security decisions are being made by radicals. It's even worse than that. These radicals are using radicalism to basically destroy our economy so that they can usher in their communism. Because control of the energy sector is to control our lives. It's to dictate where we live, how we live, what we drive, whether or not we're allowed to drive a car. It's basically another version of COVID. It's using our health care for control, right? Using energy for control. And, and, and I've been saying since the Obama administration with their green energy boondoggles that if they can get energy and if they could get our health care system, then they had complete control over every aspect of our lives. The article goes on to say years of green energy policy have created energy poverty in countries like Germany. America's energy independence and ability to supply other nations weakened Russia. Putin's economy is nearly wholly dependent on oil and natural gas. And with some estimates saying the industry generates as much as 80 percent of the country's economic activity with high fuel production in America, prices stayed low, weakening Russia's ability to deploy a significant number of troops. So when Biden initially, first thing that he did was shut down Keystone and approve Nord Stream 2, he created a year in which Putin's been unable to get fat and rich and fatter and richer in order to be able to fund this invasion. Instead of maintaining America's energy dominance, Biden kneecapped it, as I've already described, not just in shutting pipeline construction. He restricted new leases and appointed activists in the Department of Energy and the Department of Interior. It strengthened Russia specifically. These actions ensure German dependence on Russian energy and enrich Putin. It also means Germany will have limited stamina in opposing Putin's incursion into Ukraine without punishing its own citizens. Is that why we're now and they know this. And now we're about to send 7000 troops to Germany. This is getting really scary because I, and I've got so much more I can get into. I'm going to quickly go to the phones before I have to take a break because then I got to bring in Cordy Lee Williams. Um, Troy's on the line. He wants to, uh, uh, from San Diego, he's got a comment he wants to make on tr- uh, on Russia. Hi, Troy. Hello. Uh, just real quick, with 
Putin making all the moves he's making to reestablish. One second, I'm sorry. To reestablish Russia. Do you think you might go after uh, an old territory that used to be Russian called Alaska? Um, I I don't think his I don't think his sights are really there at this point. I I think he's got enough of a, I think he's got enough benefit from America right now without it. Right? I mean he's 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 got the White House. What does he need with Alaska? I don't know. It just seems to me like that would be total control of uh, the uh, that would really weaken us as far as any possibility of producing oil. And as weak as Biden is, I wouldn't put it past him. I, I think that's I think that's a stretch. But, you know, I like that you're thinking big and you're obviously thinking outside the box because what they're trying to do is box us in. And I haven't even had a chance to get into my theories as to some of what's going on with Biden's motivations here. He has clearly enabled, encouraged and funded directly and indirectly this Russian invasion. And you're not allowed to question yeah. it. If you do, they want to they want to you know call you a traitor and and uh, call you treasonous. Troy, thank you for calling. I got to leave it there because I got to take a break. I got to bring in a good friend of mine who's a patriot, the unfettered fettered patriot to be exact, former Marine, the megaphone Marine, who's decided to run for California Senate. And y'all know I've been nagging about y'all to run for office where you're going to hear from Cordy Lee Williams on the other side of the break. Get more from the Andrea K Show at OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Before the break, we had a caller talking about Russia. And he goes, you think Putin might have his sights set on Alaska, taking that territory? That could get him some oil and some gas, and that'd be quite the little conquest. You know, before y'all go thinking that that caller was like crazy and needs to get in touch with a therapist, you know, um, when you are when you are a what was once the greatest superpower and now you're looking as weak on the world stage as we are, I don't think we can we can take any option off the table, really, in terms of how weak we are and how all of our enemies around the world are being emboldened. And joining me now to discuss this and other topics is uh, one of my favorite former Marines, commonly known as the megaphone Marine, the unfettered patriot himself, candidate for U.S. Senate here in this great state or formerly great state of California, some people call it, is my friend Cordy Lee Williams. Hello, my dear. Thank you for being here tonight. Thanks for having me, Andrea. How are you? Well, I'm good. I mean, I, I, you know, when I planned to have you on tonight, I think it was like a week ago or so when we planned it, I didn't know, you know, I was going to talk about just all things related to Congress and the midterms. And I didn't know it was going to be on the heels of the Russian invasion. But you know what? I'm glad it is because I think that how weak we are as a nation militarily is something I think that you can affect should you go to Senate, given your military background. What is your perspective on what's going on? Well, you know, anytime you're facing a bully or you're facing a tyrant, um, from the beginning of your engagement with that type of personality, um, they're evaluating and they're assessing. And the evaluation and and the assessing started um, on January 20th. Uh, Really, it started before that. I mean, here's a guy that, you know, uh, Putin, um, you know, a guy that, you know, has been seen with his his shirt off, this (laughs) robust man that that Mm -hmm. just you know, is, is every bit of alpha male as you could possibly be. Um, and he sees this weak, fragile, frail president um, that's willing to, 
lie down to the country and give up and um, allow any other country to own him. Um, and, you know, I don't think it's a surprise what's happening right now, because, you know, in Putin's mind, who's going to stop him before you had a barrier? And his name was was Donald J. Trump um, to to prevent, uh, you know, um, events like today happening. And I or well, yesterday, the last couple of days, you know, I just honestly believe that if if 45 were in there, uh, what's happening right now wouldn't even be it'd be a non-issue because, one, um, you know, if Putin was feeling threatened, um, Donald Trump would have gotten on the phone and they would have had a really stern conversation. And uh, Vladimir or the bare chested lion uh, would have backed down. Uh, yeah. But right now he's dealing with what I call the cadaver and, and he's just not a threat. No, he's not. And on top of it, not only do they did was he evaluated beginning inauguration day, but so was our our military. I know that Putin's been seeing General Milley. You know, I want to know why, what, what, what's wrong with my whiteness? Uh, are you kidding me? Uh, they're seeing the U.S. military, and they know what's going on with the military. That even at, at our greatest institutions like West Point, the focus is on CRT and inclusivity and diversity, not on battle plans and how to take out bad guys. They know that our military right now is being purged with shot mandates of the biggest, toughest, bravest, most bad AWS, healthiest, most fit humans on the planet. And the reason why they're being purged is not because of shots, it's because they want to purge out anybody because those that would, would deny the shots, right? And say, no, I don't want to take the shot. Those are the ones that subscribe to the Trump doctrine of uh, America first, right? So it's a way to purge out uh, the the traditional military mind. And so the, our, our enemies around the world uh, see this weakness. And so let's shift to what Congress can do. I was on a BNC the other morning, Wednesday or Tuesday morning and Black News Channel. And they were like, well, Andrea, what are the Republicans going to do to stop the shelling? Uh, you know, well, first of all, the Republicans are not in power right now. Right, Cordy? We don't have the House of Representatives. We don't have the yeah. Senate. And, and even if we did, we're not the commander in chief. But what can Congress do? If they take over to deal with, because it's going to be till 2024 till we have a new commander in chief. What do you think Congress can do and what would you want to do as a senator to deal with our weakened military and this commander in chief? Well, I think what we need to do is um, we need to start to instill, you know, what I saw when I was in and I I joined the Marine Corps at 17, uh, went in at 18, but signed the papers at 17. And so 1998, I stood on the yellow footprints of Paris Island, South Carolina, and became a Marine. And I took an oath to defend all enemies, foreign and domestic. And when I was in boot camp, there was no yellow card. There was no stress card. (laughs) And we weren't focused on shots, and we weren't focused on the color of your skin. We were focused on the content of your character, as Martin Luther King Jr. would say. And and I think from, from the top down, when you have leadership that is more concerned about how somebody feels and whether they were stressed out too much um, to your point a second ago, it, it weakens every fabric that you have to, to, to really prevent these tyrants from wanting to take over countries or wanting to come on us soil. And, and I think what we need to do is get back to our roots. Mm -hmm. The Congress and Senate needs to pass legislation um, where, you know, that, that strengthens those old principles that we had in the Marine Corps of honor, courage, and commitment, because from the top down, when we have, you know, organizations like Mothers Against America, uh, it was one of it was mm. Mothers Against America, I believe, that was around when I was in the Marine Corps. And what would happen is you would have uh, recruits 
even in recruit training. They would write home to their mommy. They would write home to a senator about this or that. I'm not saying there's not things that go over the line in boot camp. Um, but I look at Marines and even in the 1970s and 1980s, and these guys could chew on glass. Yeah, my I mean, parents just, My parents they're, they're, were both Marines, and they both went through P.I., and um, the, the, the stories that they told me as a kid was crazy. But, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head because whether we're talking about the U.S. military, whether we're talking about our schools, every institution uh, of our government at the federal level and even state and local has been corrupted with this cultural Marxist movement attempt to tear apart the fabric of our society. And what I know that my listeners are looking for is the Republican Party, when they take the House to take and the Senate to, ta- to um, pass legislation that that moves us towards uh, to uh, away from that and back to traditional America. And some of the things that we can do is um, pass legislation that bans um, any activity that uh, that would involve. And this is ahead of the getting ahead of it um, for any bank or financial institution to punish any America like what happened to Mike Lindell. Um, that would stave off with like what happened in Canada where somebody, you know, contributes to something and now their um, their bank freezes them uh, to ban the use, in other words, the use of ESG scores against Americans. We need to ban, we need to pass legislation that makes it, in my opinion, at the federal level that says no state or local level can, can uh, impose mask mandates or shot mandates on the people to start. Yeah, I 100% agree. And I think that, um, you know, along with that, um, you know, uh, 230 needs to be repealed and we need to start to talk about the censorship because it's all connected. Right. It's all a mode of, of control, um, controlling the animal, controlling free speech. I mean, you know, I've, I've long since said about medical freedom that, you know, it's almost like guys in Sacramento, like Gavin Newsom and, and people like Joe Biden, uh, the, you know, from a federal standpoint and Chuck Schumer and, and you know, the list, um, you know, they need to be reminded of, what the First Amendment means. I mean, I've just, and, and you know it as well as I do, Andrea, the last two years, seeing not only the First Amendment, but people's HIPAA rights and ADA rights just be trampled on. I think we need legislation to remind Washington and state and local municipalities that from a federal standpoint, you can't just, you can't just shred the First Amendment, say you forgot about it or you don't recognize it. And, and we need some type of legislative barrier because a lot of these guys, I guess they need coloring books to really understand what, what freedom doesn't come from the state, it comes from God. Yeah, all right. And that's what our founders were about. They understood that our rights came from God, not from man. And as soon as you were willing to uh, think that your rights come from man, then, you, then you're basically saying, man, you can take your rights away from me. And I, so I'm also looking for legislation to, to address the deep state, uh, to address the fact that we now have, and I don't know if it, it can come from how it would be addressed, but we've got, we, what we need is accountability. We now know from Durham that Hillary Clinton and the DNC and her campaign not only paid they were the originators. They were actually the ones who did collude with Russia to try to affect the outcome of the election. Hillary, the DNC did, the FBI, the DOJ. Um, we now have a counterterrorism unit in Merrick Garland's DOJ to track down parents and call them domestic terrorists simply because they spoke out at a school board. And none of these people 
have been held accountable. Hillary Clinton. So what what I know that my listeners are looking for is that there finally be accountability, that if the GOP comes back into power, that they are willing to first and foremost file impeachment articles against Joe Biden, that there will be a a real investigation into Hunter Biden and him. Later on, I'm going to share my theories as to what's really going on behind this Russian invasion. And I think it has to do with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. That's what the whistleblower impeachment was about. It was about covering up the crimes. There's been crimes for Hillary Clinton covered up, the FBI, the DOJ, and we need accountability. How do, where do you stand on that? No, I 100% agree. And what I was going to say is I think that I, I think legislation is important, but you and I know as well as I do the greatest, you know, if you ever had a problem sleeping, instead of drinking two bottles of NyQuil, all you'd have to do is write a, watch a Senate congressional hearing. And that would certainly make you fall asleep <laughs> because guys like Jack Dorsey and the Zucks, that, you know, they just lie or say whatever they want. Right. And then there's no action behind that. And that's why as, as one of the only candidates or the only candidate in the field of 17, uh, running for this jungle primary, I'm the only guy that comes from a grassroots activist background. Yes. And one of my beliefs is that guys like Matt Gates and ladies like Marjorie Taylor Greene, people that have influence, people that are in a position of power, what they need to be doing is leveraging their constituency in civil disobedience. You look at the truckers, you look at Southwest Airlines. When we get five or a thousand or 5,000 people outside somebody's door or to walk out of a company that is a major company in someone's district, they will start to listen Mm -hmm. and they will start putting up red, white, and blue initiatives and legislation instead of the Marxist socialist trash that we're seeing being put up. I think that's a great idea. One of the things that I've been talking about, one of the reasons why I'm not at CPAC this week is because I agree with it. I can't remember who it was who said, you know, we've got to we've got to be look at the results. If we want to change this country and take it back and restore it, we've got to do it at the local level. Right. And and we need to take a page out of these truckers up in Canada. The parents that are speaking up at school boards. Look how that turned things around in Virginia. And you know what? Didn't get a lot of news today, thanks to Biden and Russia. But Trudeau revoked his emergency. Emergency powers. He waited until after the truckers pushed out. But you know what? It ended up working, didn't it? He's revoked his emergency powers. And we need to be, instead of spending our time and our money, going to these pat ourselves in the back sessions like CPAC and beyond in these events, we need to be get running for office like Cordy. I've been lecturing people, run for office. We have over 200 seats in San Diego County running unopposed. Cordy is actually doing something and running for office. If you don't want to run for office, support a campaign like Cordy. Get active. Go to rallies. Support people like Amy Reichert, who's running for county supervisor and started Reopen San Diego. We need to be as active. The Democrats and these Marxists, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365, they're active, aren't they, Cordy? They are. They are. They don't stop. And we do. We think. And I'll, I'll say this to your audience, too. 2022 is not the, the finish line. The last two years, if they didn't teach you anything, what they should have taught you is hypervigilance. Yes, that's what we have to have to save our kids, because the moment big government tries to come into our kitchens and our living rooms and dictate what goes into our kids brains and what goes into our kids veins. That's when we need to push back like the truckers did start mobilizing. I got guys like Carlos Zapata in Shasta County, Brian Isley. There's coalitions all over California that the right guy in office like me can mobilize and push back on this legislation that's anti-American. That's what I intend to do when I win U.S. Senate. 
and you're an outsider. You're not somebody who's been roaming around, bumping up against the elites in corporate America or whatever as a lobbyist or any of that business, right? You're, he's not some longtime, you know, um, establishment guy who's been roaming around. Cordy's the real deal. And I hate this jungle primary. We've got 18, you know, people in the race. Um, we got to help Cordy get into the top two. Tell everybody how they can find you and support your campaign. Well, I appreciate that, Andrea. Well, first thing I want everybody to know is we've raised $212,000 in 90 days out of 17 candidates in the field. We've out-fundraised everybody. I'm told that hasn't happened since 2014. Um, but what you can do is go to Cordy4Senate, C-O-R-D-I-E, number4senate.com, C-O-R-D-I-E, number4senate.com. The max donation is 5800 Whatever you can do would be huge to push us over the line. Um, to get all those signatures that we need to get the Republican endorsement to move on and win the primary. Well, Cordy, thank you so much for being here. I'm sorry we had to take up so much time on Russia. So what we're going to hopefully have you do is come back on a regular basis so we can talk more about your campaign and your where you stand on all the issues because there's just we're, we're such a crap show in this country right now and there's just so many issues to get into and some issues mean more to people than others. So we're definitely going to have to have cool. you back. And thanks for being here tonight, dear friend. God bless. I'd, I'd love to come back, Andrea. You're my sister from a different mister. God bless you. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, buddy. Talk soon. All right, now All y'all right, stay bye tuned. Bye. We got more coming up on the other side of the break. The Andrea K Show, strictly adhering to and preserving our First Amendment. Follow Andrea on OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170 on the heels of uh, Russian invasion into Ukraine. Joe Biden had all kinds of bizarre and crazy, uh, you know, claims in regards to uh, that. Um, it's lies, right? You know, if uh, what's that old joke? Uh, you know, if his lips are moving, he's lying, right? Well, he's, it's just part of the Democrat way. You know, of course, Biden's made it an art. He's made a career out of lying, right? I mean, he's the plagiarist in chief. Speaking of lies, though, I've got uh, Vince Everett Ellison on the line with me. Been wanting him to to have him on the show for a while because he has written the book on Democrat lies. It's called 25 Lies Exposing Democrats' Most Dangerous, Seductive, Damnable, Destructive Lies and How to Refute Them. And I think that's the key part. And he joins me now. Hi, Vince Ellison. Thank you for being here on the Andrea K show. Hey, Andrea, thanks for having me. Well, um, man, I could 25 lies, man. I, we could do a, like a whole series. Cause that could take us like months to, to really delve into, uh, there's so many lies going on. Um, but before we start and I, and at the time that we planned to have you on the show, we didn't have this Russian invasion and I don't know if anything in your books relates specifically to this, but anything you want to say about that? Uh, and before we go into your book. Well, you know, the thing about Putin, I mean, about Biden, it's, this is all Biden's fault. Everybody saw this coming. Yeah. And um, uh, but but Putin is, a, is an animal and a, a, a wild animal needs an alpha to keep him in charge, to keep mm-hmm. him in line. And the Putin and, and uh, Biden is a beta male. And he's not just a beta male. He's a beta male in a skirt. And Putin <laughs> just ran all over him. That's all he is doing. And, and you know what? Alpha. We and we had a wild animal in for four years. Right. Didn't we? The, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and that's why they were afraid of him, you know. But people don't understand in a world like this, you need a crazy man like Trump sometimes to keep these people in line. But but and, let's and, what, you know. 
Yeah, now I'm flashing, mm-hmm. excuse me for interrupting, I'm flashing on these lies from Biden with these videos back, at, you know, in 2020. I'm the one Putin doesn't want because, you know, I'm, you know, I'm the only one who's gone toe to toe. He was acting all alpha. Oh, acting. Yeah. You know, uh, he, 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 he's, he's a joke. Everybody can look at him and tell how he pulled out of how he pulled out of Afghanistan, how he's allowed the, the squad to, to make a fool out of, it, out of him and take the Democratic Party so far to the left mm-hmm. that they squandered the whole Build Back, Build Back Better plan. He's, he, he's a weak, feckless leader, and everybody knows it. And when we saw how he pulled out of Afghanistan, it told the whole story because America was aghast at it. Yeah. We were appalled at it. Americans don't do what he did to those people. No, and he ran like a scalded, scared dog for no other reason <laughs> except he's a coward. Are you from the Plain South? He's a coward. Are you from the oh, South? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was raised in Tennessee. Oh, OK, because I'm from the South. I... OK, well, you know what I'm talking about there. We we know Democrats very well down south, don't we? Yes, we do. In fact, uh, I come from a long line of Democrats until Jimmy Carter. Carter flipped a lot of uh, my parents and a, and a lot of that generation. And uh, this dude is uh, Biden is even worse uh, than than Carter. Um, The Democrat lies have been around for a long time. They've just gotten worse and worse and worse. And I think that for me, I think one of the biggest, most damnable yet seductive lies that have been in recent years that is really killing not just our country, but killing our kids and killing the hopes and dreams of future generations is the lie of CRT. And what's being taught in our schools and even in corporate America. Speak on that. Well, I have a chapter on that. And, you know, the the, the, the problem isn't that some white people in America might be racist. The problem is that too many black people have an inferiority complex. It doesn't matter what you think. There's a lot of people that thought they were better than Muhammad Ali when they got in the ring with him, right? <laughs> and it didn't take them long to find out that it wasn't true. <laughs> Ali didn't care what you thought. It only matters what you think. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And you got black people with an inferiority complex running around stalking white America telling them that we want you to give up your privilege so we can catch up with you. Yeah. And I'm telling you, that's not going to happen. No, and children to be gladiators and go and take it. That's what you in America. Well, right. I mean, why are you telling little kids in schools that they they can't amount to anything in this country unless they they rely on the Democrat Party? I mean, I I, I worked in corporate America with too many um, black Americans that that I worked for, you know, that rose to the highest levels. I'm talking about Xerox Corporation, major American corporations that rose to the highest level. Some of the most skilled, brilliant, amazing human beings on the planet. And to think, you know, that um, that kids are being told today that they can't achieve anything. I worked with too many amazing black Americans and, and it just grieves me that had maybe the, my coworkers had they been fed this line of crap when they were kids in schools and they came up even even before some of my my elders they came up even before they were even allowed to vote so they're there it's the Democrats that are taking us back aren't they oh yeah it started with the hip-hop music you know you I'm, I'm old enough to when it came out it didn't bother me but the second generation, people under the age of 30, have, haven't heard anything but that uh, the, the, the hip-hop music, uh, putting the N-word out there, the, the W-word, the B-word, yeah. uh, teaching black people to hate themselves. And because it demoralized the black community, uh, and when a person is completely demoralized, he can't hear the truth. I don't care what you put in front of them. That's how the Soviet Union controlled their people. They demoralized them. And so now this is what the Democrats want to do to white children and to the white community. They want to completely demoralize them. Here's the truth. 
in every civilization, there has been a hierarchy that's based on unearned privilege, whether it's family, whether it's beauty, intelligence, or maybe just luck. And, and some in America say that it's race. I don't believe it because we have a meritocracy, but let's just say that it is race, okay? Why would you give the racist the ability to determine whether or not he's going to let you succeed? You have to determine in yourself that mm-hmm. I'm going to compete and I'm going to take it. And if you're not going to do that, you're going to be a loser all your life. And that's how CRT fails. It is a lie. It is made to do one thing, to make white America become demoralized and hate themselves the way they taught black Americans to hate themselves. And you can see that when you put, take black people and put them in a close vicinity in any city in America, they kill each other on an industrial level. That's because they look in the mirror and they see the N-word. The B word, the W word. And that's what the Democrat Party has done. And through the public educational system, they reinforce it. And not only that, not only that, Vince Everett, I mean, coming from New Orleans and seeing uh, the ghettos that they were put in and told, you know, you know, we're going to we're going to take care of you. We're going to put you in this low cost housing and we're going to give you. uh, And as they're as they're intent doing things with policies that destroy the family. Right. Uh, Destroying uh, Christian values and putting Planned Parenthood in in these clinics. I mean, it it was it's the creation of this uh, dependency, you know, uh, the war on poverty and these programs like they had in New Orleans only served to, to fulfill the goal of the Democrat Party to keep black Americans down. They didn't want black Americans to rise up. So when you have and here's how you can know that, because when a Ben Carson who comes out of an impoverished single mother household who, who told him to crack the books and he's now one of the most brilliant neurosurgeons in the history of America, they don't want to hear anything from Ben Carson that you can achieve something in your life. Right. They don't want to hear it. Now, um, I, I'm, I'm past the point of a break. Uh, Vince is going to stay over and we're going to continue the conversation when we come back. Don't you go anywhere, Vince. Stay there. The Andrea K. Show, strictly adhering to and preserving our First Amendment. Follow Andrea on OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K. on The Answer San Diego. You know who's telling it like it is? Vince Everett Ellison, author of 25 Lies, Exposing Democrats' Most Dangerous, Seductive, Damnable, Destructive Lies, and How to Refute Them. And we're continuing the conversation before the break. We were talking about CRT. Um, what else? I mean, that to me is the big one. Um, but what are uh, like one or two more? Because we don't have time to get into all um, the, the lies and how to refute them. But take us into a couple more and then also give us tips on how to refute these lies, Vince. Okay, well, there's another one that said that racism is a problem here in America. It's not racism. It's black male cowardice. Uh, white men are not going down in the ghettos and uh, doing snatching grabs and carjackings and selling dope on the street corners. It's black men. Uh, there, there's, there's another one that says that life does not, does, uh, life does not begin at, at conception. It does. Science proves it. Uh, there's another one that says uh, school choice is bad. The education slavery is good. Well, we've looked at what the teachers' unions did. With, with the educational system, and we see that they do not care anything about the parents or the children. You know, in, 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 in A Christmas Carol, when Scrooge was looking at the ghost of Christmas past, he saw the children under his robe, and the ghost said that these children were emaciated and poor. He said, this boy is ignorance, and the girl is want. He said, beware of both, but beware of this boy, ignorance, because on his head is written the doom of man. And because we refuse to educate these children, or the Democrat Party does, 
These children are coming out and they're getting their revenge. We have to take this seriously. And government will not do it. We have to make sure that it's done. The American people and the citizens. Hell is a choice. That's right. And you know what? Speaking of schools, you know, um, pretending as though, you know, they're sh- they were shutting kids at home and doing this in-person learning um, was that was to benefit the children. And all it did was, um, you know, hurt the black and uh, minority communities that were already like, um, you know, only 18 percent of them, I think, were literate in reading and writing. Right. And, and that was at the, before we did this in-person learning. And they think that or they're pretending that they care about the black community and the black students by saying, well, you no longer have to take an SAT test to get into school. You no longer have to get graded according to A, B, C, D, and E, and F. So we're just going to, we're just going to destroy any aspect of meritocracy or merit, merit, uh, you know, earning anything and having to learn anything and have to work hard. And all that does ultimately is keep people dependent on the government. And, you know, and, and it's, and it should be a lie that's easy for people to refute, but there's so many Americans and Democrats that are believing this nonsense. Vince? Well, the people, the people are demoralized and the people are still suffering from Stockholm syndrome. And you still got the black preacher, the black civic organizer, the black, uh, black politician that's carrying the water for the Democratic Party in the black ghettos. And it's hard to get through all of that. But I believe, again, that hell is a choice. And we have a, and we can fight through it if we want to. But we, all we do, Andrew, is just live our life and let people come to us. And when they try to come to you and call you a racist, you tell them you are a slave looking for a master. And I refuse to be your master. If you want a master, go to the Democrat Party because their master is looking for slaves. I'll help you exercise your freedom. Your freedom is a gift from God. And according to John Locke, it is irrevocable, non-transferable, and unsellable. Your dignity is a gift from God. No one can give you your dignity. It is yours. You have to live your life as a free man. You have to compete as a free man or a free woman. And you have to take it here in, in, in the United States of America. This is what I believe. And 25 Lies gives every conservative the ability to refute the lies of the Democrat Party. I am tired of the worst people on earth calling me and my friends racist, homophobes, uh, uh, and the worst names in the world. And you know what I'm also tired of, Vince? I'm also tired of the lie that was perpetuated by Barack Obama with hands up, don't shoot, that uh, telling black people that they're being targeted, the driving while black, and that, that there, there, there was a target on the back of, the of every evil, black American. It's an evil organization. Evil organization. Yep. And, you know, and if the black community actually believed that every cop was out to kill a black black uh, person, they would tell uh, the um, Jacob Blake, the families of Jacob Blake and the Jacob Blakes of the world and um, the Dante Wrights of the world to stop committing acts of crime and being violent felons. And if you do get pulled over to stop resisting arrest. Right. And um, well, people it, don't believe that. That's a lie. That's a lie that the uh, left uses to try to press their whole agenda forward. And they have their minions out there, the Black Lives Matter and the Antifa and the black politicians that push this lives forward. Look, the Democrats aren't winning 90% of the black vote. They go to the black communities and they still steal elections. They've been doing it for the last 120 years. The 1965, stuff, the 1965 Voting Rights Act was enacted because the Democrat Party was stealing elections for 100 years down south. You're from the south. Mm-hmm. You understand how they steal elections. <laughs> and they've always stuffed ballots. They've always bribed people with souls to the polls and street money. I have a chapter on that. Yes, Democrats steal elections. They've always stolen elections. They've never not stolen elections. And they do it well in the inner city. It is a setup, and they've always stolen elections. So don't believe the hype, y'all. Democrats, the Democrats are thieves. They're murderers. And they are nothing but a bunch of malcontents. 
and they've always tried to destroy this country. And 25 Lives will show you how to fight back. Well, I can't, I can't wait to read it myself. And man, what a breath of fresh air that you are. Um, you know, you, do you ever get invited on BNC? Oh, Lord, no. Yeah, <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm on there on a regular basis. They would never have you on there. Never have you on there because you refute every one of the lies that they're pushing out. And I go on there knowing that I'm the token conservative to tee it up so that they can push out their crap. But at least I get a chance to speak my mind. But you speak it better than anybody I've heard. Vince Everett Ellison, thank you for being here. I want everybody to get his book, 25 Lies. I'm out of time. I wish I had more. Please come back, you amazing man. And you listeners, thank you all for being here tonight. Thank you, Cordy Lee Williams. We'll see you all tomorrow night. Peace out. Take care and prayers for Ukraine. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.